Hello, and welcome to the BPM Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Kristic, Senior Director of Product Marketing. This podcast is designed to give you some insight into the key trends in the BPM space. On today's program, we're joined by Tim Stevenson, BPM Engineering Manager. Tim is going to discuss the importance of process lifecycle management in BPM and how the role of the business analyst and process owner is becoming more and more important. Tim, thanks for being here today. My pleasure. Business process management is really enabling companies to improve their operational efficiency and the effectiveness of those processes. How important is lifecycle management, and what are we doing to address it? Yes, that's right, Jeff. It's um, definitely very important when you're implementing business processes within an organization that uh, we take bear in mind that there will be a multidisciplinary team, um, lots of different points of view, and when BPM is done effectively, that will be uh, part of a re-engineering of the business process for greater efficiency as well as simply automating and uh, supporting people's daily tasks. So delivering on such a, a re-engineering project is, is a complex matter of bringing together people who understand the business, have the authority to, to change the business process, um, as well as those people that are clearly going to provide the technical delivery of that. Um, and other parties too, perhaps cross-cutting uh, departments and, and boundaries like that too. So a key player in this is going to be the business analyst who is effectively a, a bridge person to take the hand-waving of the process owner and the sort of demands for increased SLAs and uh, better transparency and accountability. So we've been focusing with the business studio on b- supporting this person in a way that uh, we feel the market is not currently addressing. You brought up the role of the business analyst, and you mentioned a little bit kind of the importance of their their uh, their part in the project. What specifically, you know, can we give you a little bit more detail within Business Studio are we doing to make it easy for the business analyst to use the software and to be comfortable using it so that there's a more seamless path really to execution ultimately? So we made certain assumptions or, you know, based on the research that we've done with our customer base about what the, the nature of this business analyst person is. And if you go into management consultancies or professional services organizations, then you see a lot of people that are working um, with tools such as Visio, a lot of whiteboarding type of exercises, workshops. Uh, so we realized early that, that drawing and um, not being constrained by some tooling is an essential part of that. So we set ourselves the objective that... Um, Whatever is legitimate, whatever is possible to draw on a whiteboard should be legitimate to enter in the tool. Now, obviously, that that is somewhat in conflict with being able to uh, execute as a business process a runtime environment. But then we we built in a supporting validation framework that will highlight areas that are not going to be executable. What's the role of of standards within this uh, modeling environment? So obviously standards is uh, essential in in this picture to try and interoperate the BPA tooling. Uh, and, and there's a handoff point, at least in some organizations, to our products from those tools. So by using standards like XPDL uh, as an interchange format, then we, we are able to bridge that gap. You talked about uh, the business analyst and you know, kind of the, the whiteboarding, you know, hand-waving process design. What's the role of, of simulation? So simulation, we all know that in project delivery, the earlier in the process that you discover something is not going to work or something is not going to work exactly how you planned, uh, then the cheaper it is to fix. And simulation is very simply um, attacking that problem. 
rather than going through a full BPM implementation um, and then finding out that there may be a problems with the process uh, and that people work in slightly different ways than was assumed, we try and uh, simulate the, these things out. Um, particularly useful in determining the where bottlenecks are going to occur um, and some indication of what the costs are going to be to execute a certain process. One of the things we hear about as a, uh, as a driver for BPM many times is compliance and the ability to kind of get visibility into the process from a uh, documentation perspective. Is there anything we do for the business analyst or for our users to help with that? Absolutely. At the heart of the, the product is the idea of being able to uh, take the assets that have evolved and share them. So we work with uh, enterprise source control systems and also um, to, to share them in the sense of sign-off or publication of that information. So there's report facilities in, in HTML form. You mentioned a couple things that are on the horizon. What else are you, are you thinking about for the future of, uh, of Studio? Basically, we're looking at tighter integration. We want, we want to... Um, bring in further still the BPA tools that sort of precede the business studio and the life cycle and also bring in the tools downstream like the iProcess modeler and the, the SOA tools so that we have a tighter experience. So another industry trend that we hear a lot about is service-orientated architectures or, or SOA and uh, obviously this is really two sides of the same coin with BPM. Uh, on the one hand, uh, BPM is orchestrating the business view of a process, but the delivery of that is absolutely uh, delivered through a service-oriented architecture. Great. Well, Tim, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. That was Tim Stevenson, BPM Engineering Manager.